welcome back to the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. We're here for the final year retrospective, looking back in the year of 2018 in film. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. I did this because I'm very excited. I have hosts today with me, guest hosts and regular hosts. Mm-hmm. Nick, how are you? How you doing, buddy? How was your Christmas? It was awesome. Tell me about yourself. I don't have time for this. We've got to talk about the movies 2018. Hired today as a guest host is Cruz Castillo. Hi, guys. You want to talk about... You can talk a little bit about yourself. Oh, I can. Here. Oh, yes. okay, cool. Uh, I'm an actor. Uh, I'm a filmmaker. Uh, I work on projects independent, and uh, I do a lot of cool stuff with yeah. a lot of cool people, yeah. some of them being these people. Yeah, you cool. work with us a lot, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Who's under 30 seconds? Good. Good. And Gene. You all know Gene if you've yes. been watching the shows already, uh, but hello. Nice to have hey. you back as well. No, thank you. My Christmas was good. We managed to crowdfund... 100% on a short film that right, all of man. you are working on in some form or another. Yes. That's awesome. Thank you yep. to everybody that donated. Yeah, yes, thank you. thank you very much. We're very and excited to start production on that. Yeah. And, and we're in my future. apartment. We're in the, like, this is like the second yeah. back cave. No, I got to stop. He keeps calling it an apartment. Okay. It's a house. It's our house. We live in a house. <laughs> yeah. It's not okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm very proud of the rent I pay for this house. Exactly, exactly. But this is like the secret back cave. This is like the backup back cave because um, we're not in our regular studio. So this is like, I guess what we use as a backup. It's a lot cooler. It's not that secret now. If you just yeah, it's not everything. secret. Oh, well. But you're blasting on Twitter right, right, right. how close you are to like iconic film areas. <laughs> yeah. People are going to narrow it down eventually, Gene. That's so. true. I'll find my. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking door and <laughs> really quick, Diego, do you like my Die Hard tree? I love your Die Hard tree. I, I liked it on Instagram. Yeah. You did. Yeah. I just want to point that, that out. That means you really liked it. Yeah. yeah. I, liked it really on Instagram. Liked it. I don't like anybody's pictures on Instagram. Yeah. He loved it. You on Instagram just for the truth, man. I, yeah. 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 I, wanted, I wanted to point that out to people that are listening. No, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, okay. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, thank you. Please remember to rate and uh, comment on iTunes as well. And uh, if you're on YouTube, please ring that little bell. That's obnoxious as fuck because YouTube algorithms and YouTube in general is run by idiots. So you got to click the bell to make sure that you get all notifications for when sure. our episodes come out. Uh, Those but, are fighting words, too. Yeah, no, exactly. it's so but, fucking but stupid. I'm sorry. Su- but we fully support YouTube and all of its things. I don't. Exactly. But thank you for no, allowing us to be exactly. on you. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. Um, uh, so let's talk about the year in film. 2018, good year, bad year, mixed year. I am actually having a lot of trouble pinning down, like, uh, trends of the year. Like, mm-hmm. in, in every summer, uh, I would write about, um, like, the, 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 the cinematic trends, like, what was the through line through all the big movies. Like last year, big movies, uh, the summer of 2017, none of them really dealt with the end of the world stakes, except for like Transformers 5. (laughs) And Wonder Woman kind of, but not really. It was still personal. All the stakes were much smaller, even Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm -hmm. Intergalactic conflict, but about people, not so much the world ending stakes. Mm -hmm. This year, movies were kind of all over the place. I think that's really cool because I, I can't find any little like trends or, or narratives that were mm-hmm. familiar you know everything was very different not everything was perfect not everything was great but things were very different uh Cruz you're the newest one here what what, what did you think of the year in film uh yeah I, I actually do agree that was pretty cool Thank you're you. right I didn't think about that until you just said it yeah. you're right like if it wasn't a purple ball sack dude trying to end the world <laughs> and like half of existence it was all these other films were like the stakes were but then there weren't ones like Oh shit! You got me thinking now. So. Yeah, no, no, that's what, that's what we do. <laughs> that's that's what we do here. Yeah, I'm just wow. Yeah, I'm just. It's all good. It's all good. I'm thinking because I'm all trying to think of like Black Panther and the story, and it was personal, but at the same time, it was high stakes, yeah. and then it was to add to an even higher stake. So yeah. you're right. There were a lot of like personal one-on-one stories and a lot of things that did change the game and stuff like that. And there is no like 
if anything, I think that was the, I think that was the trend. This year had a lot of like personal stories. I mean, even when it came to like superhero movies or anything like that, it was much more about like a personal story that was going on. Yeah. And like somebody's journey through like their surroundings and the world around them and stuff like that. I mean, you saw that in Black Panther. You also saw it in uh, Aquaman. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Even Mandy is kind of, I mean, not Mandy. Um, which on Bird Box? Or, mm-hmm. you know. Did you watch Bird Box? I, I did watch Bird Box. I, I have not. It. I have not either. Apparently, it's good, yeah, but it's, it's full of memes. Yeah, yeah I have really, no idea. Really I have no idea what it's about. Those, those which are, all those movies are, I mean, I mean, that's really the trend. It's like you can see somebody's journey through a story. That's really cool. Yeah, I was thinking there's like a heightened trend in like a diversity and diversity mm-hmm. killing it, like mm-hmm. with people of color leading stories and like yeah. casts of like predominantly people of color. Yeah, yeah that's, exactly. that's cool that we saw so much of that this year. And also women mm-hmm. too. Was yeah. Like, there was a lot yeah. of stories of like women. Oh, diversity. Crazy rich Asians, dude. Well, Basically he, not, not yeah. rich white guys. Not rich white guys. <laughs> people of color. I was just trying to cover all the bases. Yeah. Women are oh, also yeah. people yeah. of color. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. are women of color. Because I, I said this when we were on the Your Voice podcast, which we guest starred on mm-hmm. recently. Thank you. Check that out. HMC, dude. I wasn't yeah. able to make it there, but they were on. for that. But um, what was the Christian Bale quote that I keep like sending you the video of, where it's like surprisingly woke Christian Bale? Oh, that he just he hates. Was, was it like where he was like, you know what? I think our culture, our our culture would be so much richer if it's just not all about white dudes in our movies and it's not run all by white dudes. And I think we really saw that this year. Yeah, so nothing but you. respect for my Bruce Wayne. Yeah, thank you, surprisingly <laughs> woke Christian Christian Bale. Yeah, He's surprisingly uh, in like quotations. Yeah, I think um, another really interesting. Thing was, uh, I think Nick brought up what the point I was going to make because uh, I had been trying to figure this out every year. I like to try to find those those trends. Yeah. What's up, Kyle? That's a cameraman on the floor right there. He's a good friend of ours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think okay. <laughs> anything goes right now. Anything goes. Uh, sorry to the sound listeners. I think uh, something like Paddington Two, an uh, enlightening <laughs> family film. Yeah. Okay. Um, is still ultimately about Paddington <laughs> taking on the, the prison industrial complex. What? Yo, yeah, Paddington is. 2 is one of the Not best movies ever made. Damn, dude, dropping those theories. All it's right. no, it's that it is the text of the movie. It's not even subtext. Yeah. And so, yeah, Nick, you're right. It's about people moving in, like trying to traverse these worlds that yeah. they find themselves in, and like who they become on the other side of that, and who they help change along the way. Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. That's cool. Yes. And Paddington's cute as fuck. Paddington, Paddington one and two is uh, those are like yeah, perfect movies. Yeah, yeah. Those are perfect movies. Yeah. We're not on the radio. Yeah. So, like, before we get into the the big heavy hitters, we want to talk about like some other films that maybe had smaller components where we didn't love them as a whole, but stuff we want to highlight. You know, like think of like musical scores, cinematography, editing, directing, writing. Yeah. You know, or maybe stuff that oh, that first. is your favorite of the year, but stuff you want to highlight. Uh, Gene, I let Cruz go first, so you can go first now. Yeah. Um. So, like, uh, like highlights, um, just their technical artistry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to um, put a, uh, for music, uh, Mandy, which was scored, the last score by Johan Johansson. Yeah, excellent score. It's an excellent score before he passed. And uh, yeah, I would really like to highlight that because it's very, um, it feels very 80s, like synthwave in parts, but then it's like, then it goes crazy. And then it has like, I love Mandy's theme in it, which is like really soft and like wholesome. It's it's like heavy metal at times. Yeah, it's it's like super metal. It's like fantasy, it feels Mm -hmm. like mythic. No. Yeah, so I want to put that out there. Yeah, um, for cinematography, <laughs> for uh, cinematography, I think I would. Let me skip cinematography right now. All right, all right. But um, for editing, because I like, I told you I know I claimed this before you. I want to go with other side. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, that's okay. Other side of the wind. 
-hmm. for editing because they had to put that movie together. So how would you describe uh, Other Side of the Wind where it was just the footage? fucking fever dream? Fever dream, but they never... So it's Orson Welles' like, movie and he died before it's passing. Mm -hmm. So you, for editing... you. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. For editing, you need to have the director there to give you notes and to tell you, oh, I like this shot. They had none of that. They had rough notes. They didn't know, like, what he was aiming for mm. in, like, wh when he filmed these scenes, like, what his, like, idea were. They just, they, just had, they just had to make do with the best they can, so they used a lot of production notes. They used a lot of, like, like um, scripty notes, like, oh, this was a good take. And it's crazy that they managed to put this together, this film that has laid dormant for 40 years, and they edit it all together. As an editor, I really appreciate that uh, that artistry and that uh, that craftsmanship that went into that went into other side of the wind. Yeah, the fact that that's not like the front runner for editing across the board is like baffling. I hope. Oh, God damn it! I really hope. I hope it does win something. But Did it, uh, was it? Was it? Any, Academy. It was in some movie theaters, right? Yeah, it they, was in a couple. It, like, it premiered at Cannes. Okay, so, so. yeah, it could possibly get an award. Yeah, Cannes or Cannes. Cannes? Cannes? Yeah. Cannes? How do you pronounce it? Cannes? Cannes. Cannes? Who gives a fuck? All the people are assholes. Okay, so for sure. It's out a lot of people today. I'm sorry. 2018 like just broke me, so if you see bullshit, I'm just going to call it out. For cinematography, I think I would go with like Black Handsman. Like the look of that film. Yeah. I would agree with that. I actually watched Black Handsman on a plane ride. Mm. In which that was like a terrible the way Spike choice. Lee intended it. That was, that, was a, yeah. that, was a, that was a terrible choice because like I was, just, I was just like really down at the end of that movie, and I'm just like, man, I need to watch like The Incredibles or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> really, ending really cheer my ass up. Yeah, it was just a really bad. It was just like a morbid ending, and I was like, wow, well, man, this sucks. We live in that. We live in that morbid ending. Yeah. Yeah. We live in this existence. Yeah. <laughs> The worst timeline, dude. No, we're not living in the prime timeline. No, well, uh, Nick, any, anything you want to highlight? Because we're yeah. just really hopping around for uh, this one. Honestly, uh, I would go with uh, Cam Girl. I think that was. Oh, no, it's Cam. Yeah, Cam. Yeah, the Netflix movie. The Netflix movie. I thought it was really interesting the concept of it mm -hmm. where you know somebody can actually take over your own life. Like the internet has like a mind of its own. And it can like take over a personality and you know, just take your over. shadow profile. Yeah, like a mm -hmm. shadow profile and stuff like that. That was really interesting. Um, I think that Aquaman definitely had a great cinematography. I love the view and like how everything looked mm -hmm. inside of Aquaman. How it had like that nice like horror features, but also like, yeah. it had like a nice comedic. Yeah. And, like it was bright and sunny. And, like everything kind of felt fucking cheerful. Yeah. Did you like the <laughs> Did you like the pin drops so Aquaman? Like Toto by Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman's great because it's fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, and because it's not perfect, but. Yeah. It's, it's ambitious as fuck. Yeah, exactly. And like, all the problems, like, for this superhero movie are different from all the other problems of, like, yeah. other superhero not, movies. None of that, but also... Does it feel more personal? A little bit. Uh, yeah. I, you know what? I actually wouldn't say so. Your, what's, but, well, I was going to say, your whole thing is, like, it's awkward. He's accepting... He's his, accepting who he is. His mixed race. Yeah, yeah he's accepting his, his yeah. mixed race heritage. So I think that's it's personal. It, yeah. Oh, no, I meant, uh, I guess, like, no, yeah, no, you're it right. It does feel more personal. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, also Overlord. Like, I really, uh, I really enjoyed Overlord. Overlord is awesome. Like I, like, I went into it kind of going, like, not really knowing what to expect. And then as soon as I saw, like, the, the title card, and I was like, oh, this is a B-horror film. I'm going to fucking enjoy this. But that's the thing. Great. Like, it's not <laughs> even, like, that, like, sleazy. It's just a straight-up, like, Good movie. Yeah, like I, 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 there's like four Nazi zombies in it. Yeah, and I originally, like, well, because the, the way I originally saw Nazis. it, I was yeah. like, oh, this is this is a grindhouse film. This is that's basically what this is. Mm -hmm. like, I, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, I'm glad we both like it, but I don't know if it's grindhousey. It's not like like Planet Terror or anything, you know? Really, I I, I really felt like it was. Like no, because it's not it's not like tongue in cheek. I, I didn't find it was like. What 
don't think this grind, hard R. I don't think grind, I don't think grindhouse films have to be like tongue in cheek or anything like that. Like it was a it was it was a solo story about like these you know these soldiers going in and like they find a Nazi experiment. But it, I think the difference for me in terms of like what I view grindhouse as, yeah. which you can feel free to differentiate your mm-hmm. opinion on, like it doesn't feel cheap. And Grindhouse yeah. are cheap and like tacky, and that's kind of the fun of it. They're just kind of like scrappy little films that yeah, may have a lot of passion. This was too, but I didn't feel like well, I thought, cheapness. It I felt like a real I, movie movie. I didn't you know? feel like it was cheap. I just felt like it had a lot of passion to it. Like yeah. it, this was very, this is very much somebody's passion project. Yeah. Like somebody. I this is how good Overlord yeah. is. We're disagreeing on like what kind of movie it is. <laughs> yeah. We're just like, oh no, but it fucking is awesome. Really good. Go watch it's awesome. it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not gonna regret it, especially if like it's like a. I mean, it was it was a five dollar movie when I went to go see it. I, I enjoyed it. I had to drive all the fucking way out because I, I just saw it like it yeah. a month ago. Yeah. You well, Diego, like yeah, I delayed. Saw, like, I delayed. Yeah, but um, for anyway, um, I, I really want to highlight uh, mid '90s by Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. I think the look and cinematography it made you feel like you were in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Like I felt because we're all '90s kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt like you went back in time, playing the N64 and skateboarding, and watching like skateboarding videos, and I, I, I wanted to. For the performances, mm-hmm. I do have to give it to uh, Christian Bale for fights. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Christian Bale does an amazing job as like Dick Cheney. Like it, he's evil. kind of unrecognizable. Yeah, as, he really goes into Dick that role, and like he really like embodies that character. And you know, the fact that he was able to you know gain the weight. And, yeah. like, they added they added like the prosthetics so that way he looked more like Cheney, but like he like his physicality was yeah. you know Dick Cheney like mm-hmm. like I put a, I put two photos next to each other of Dick Cheney <laughs> and Christian Bale and I gave it to my my girlfriend and she was like which one is which mm-hmm. and I was like yeah like that's how that's how close it was and plus Sam Rockwell dude yeah Sam Rockwell Sam Rockwell is, <laughs> Sam Rockwell is like always awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah. He, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. he was an awesome George they Bush they portray <laughs> war criminals very well yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was it was, a, it was a damn good movie well here what, let's, let's move into that what other performances like hi- were highlighted for you this year oh I can't Oh, you're an actor. You, what, well, I wanted, to, I wanted to go to musical scores. Oh, well, here, okay. no, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah. go, 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 it was just changing and getting people hyped before it even like before it even came out. Yeah, and then just plus Kendrick Lamar won the um, what's that award he won? BMAs. No, no, he won an award that no rapper has ever won. Hmm, for damn. Uh, the I, album. Um, can, uh, I, remember, I remember this, but I yeah, don't remember which award. Uh, yeah. So it's just, it's just cool to see Kendrick. I mean, he's like our age, and he's, you know. Yeah. Not only that, but also like, four scores. I think that was like one of the actual scores this year that you could play in the car and really mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah. You could really enjoy, like, yeah. uh, like this, you could just go ahead and put on the, the Black Panther album and just go like, all right, cool, I'm going to go for a drive. Yeah. But if you actually like listen to it too, it really does relate. It wasn't just somebody mixing and moving songs and putting stuff that they like. He actually like this guy. Yeah, he created, created he won the Pulitzer. Created. Sorry to interrupt. He won yes. the Pulitzer for music. Yes. Yeah. And that that was this year, right? Yep. Yeah. He He's well, the that's first crazy. rapper yeah. to yeah. ever awesome. do that. Dude. Pulitzer, Good Pulitzer yeah. Prize for music. That's fucking so, awesome. That's really yeah. cool. He made history. Like that's really cool. Yeah. Right. Kendrick Lamar, dude. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> I hope he watches it. <laughs> I'll tag I'll Kendrick Lamar for his excellent work in music this last year. Invite me to your next show. <laughs> yeah. I got you. We, we don't, we, we, we in fact, huh? Oh, no, sorry. I was going to say uh, something. We, you know, we would love to show you this like in person if you ever want to like invite us to like a concert or anything. Or, or anything, you know, yeah, just whatever have you. I went to the Childish Gambino concert. Yeah, okay. And so all of a sudden he stops and he goes, 
Uh, I'm gonna bring out somebody right now that worked on the Black Panther soundtrack, and I was like, wow, it's gonna be fucking Kendrick Lamar, dude. It's gonna be, I was freaking out, and it was the guitarist. Uh, damn but it. he was really good. It was, it was good, really it was good. good. So he was shredding that, dude. Yeah, he was shredding it, but. But it was cool. But I still thought, because we were here in LA, so I was like, this is Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar is about to drop out right now. This that, is that would have been my awesome. life. That yeah. Someone has to tell Still was a really good show. Yeah, of course. I, it sounds like also, it, yeah. I also can't wait until, Don, until Childish Gambino's inside of uh, Lion King. I can't oh. wait to hear it. Mm. Oh. Mm. Yeah. No. What? Simba. I'm not kind of looking. I'm not looking for we're, we're not talking about 2019. We're talking about 2018. Just saying. Just saying. If you're excited for Lion King, I, I'm, you, you, you can watch me. the original. You can watch it. You can watch oh. it right now. That's another discussion. But anyways, another that's another time. <laughs> um, let's I talk am about, excited for it. I love giving Disney uh, what other um, performances excited us? Speaking of actors and mm-hmm. performance things, um, who's got, got one? Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah. I want to hear your perspective. Was, <laughs> I just always think about um, Tom, Tom Holland. I don't know why. Okay. Just, I saw a Spider Man oh. movie. What was the? Uh, no, in Infinity Homecoming. War. Yeah, yeah, but I'm Is talking it, about Homecoming. Okay, Homecoming. The part where like everything lands on him and he's like crying for help and he's just stuck and he's looking at his reflection with half of the spider mask. I was just like, that was one of the first times I'd ever like actually got teary eyed like in a superhero movie. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he's just a fifteen year old kid, and he's like, he was cornered, and he yeah. thought he was gonna die. That was and a I was great, like, oh, yeah. shit. That was that's yes. why his moment in Infinity War. Yes. Yeah. yes, that's yeah. and that's what I was gonna say. That actual performance when he was like, I'm not ready to go. I he's was like, like, I don't want to go. That made me like tear up. Yeah, yeah I was like, what the shit? Like, that was awesome. Plus, the whole movie was just a roller coaster ride. Like, it's awesome to see all these things build up. All these movies add to it. So when you watch that movie, you didn't really need backstory because yeah. you got yeah. everything already. Yeah, exactly. Like, Tom, Tom so Holland is why. just in general like a great actor. He needs he's, to stop spoiling really, things, really, but well, that that's like a he's a kid. That's that's a that's a, a little jokey thing that yeah. they've, they've kind of leaned no, into, I think. But yeah. I was gonna add. I hate to just interrupt. But I was gonna add um, for people that like um, call Infinity or call like Homecoming not like a two sp- not Spider Man. Like, did they see that scene? That was like so Spider-Man. Oh, we're, we're not, we're not going to talk. We'll, yeah, I know. we'll have plenty of time to talk that about Spider-Man next year. Yeah. I, Infinity, you know I love that movie, but I got issues with it too. But yeah. I love it wholeheartedly. So, okay, and also for Infinity War, like Chris Evans, like the scene at the end after the snap, he's like, oh God. Like you really felt that, right? That was, yeah, that's his one moment where he has dialogue. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, he says, I am Steve. I'm no, Steve that, Rogers, that's, Steve. that yeah. and the ending are his best moments because okay. he gets to talk. And also uh, Josh Brolin in that movie. Josh Brolin's pretty Thanos. good. Yeah. Thanos. Thanos was a killer villain. Thanos. 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 Okay, Thanos. 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 No, tomato, tomato. Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah I guess. Okay. Uh, um, I, I was really impressed by Regina Hall and Haley Lou Richardson from uh, Support the Girls. I don't know if you guys checked out that movie. It's a smaller little movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's, right. that's you a, had a great meme. Oh, thank you. Um, that's, an, that's an incredible little movie about blue-collar workers in the service industry where they also have to wear tighter clothes. Than most people, it's a it's a beer, boobs, and wings kind of restaurant. I think oh, is what they so refer it's to like it as. Hooters, yeah. Yeah, she refers the character refers to it in the movie. That's not I'm, I'm paraphrasing the movie. Sure. And um, it's just about their a day in the life struggle for these people and like yeah, good. Yeah. how they uh they they you know their jobs are hard, but you know they try to be cheery about it. And they try to be there for each other, and it's it was a really touching movie. Uh, and I, I think it deserves a lot of praise. But sure. Regina Hall should be an Oscar frontrunner for that movie, uh, and she is not because they're cowards. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I, I actually really Give enjoyed it. Man, you're just calling everybody yeah. out. We're Everyone's an out. asshole. Give us what we want, Academy, and then I, have I, Gritty as the, as the host. Yes! Have Gritty as the host of the 
Oscar. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Another, another one I would have to go with is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, Halloween. Halloween. Yes. Oh I, yeah, she's great. I, I, I loved it. Not only that, but also it, her performance in that really did bring you back into that like Halloween mode. Like you yeah. felt like it was a Halloween movie. Plus the music. Yeah, the music. Oh yeah. In that one as well. And um, Carpenter and his boy. Yeah, and I yeah. I, 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 his I don't know. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was it? Jamie's Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, thing of like her just kind of being like really scared and being like very petrified, but also like kind of like being a badass throughout the yeah. entire movie. Really does a great job, and I love that turn at the very end where. Yeah. Oh that, yeah, that's that, that's, that's really cool. That blew up my theater. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, because uh, I thought, yeah. oh, they made you think but one. I, I, I love that turn great. at the very end where she's like, no, it was a trap, and like you just find out like this entire house that she's built for fucking decades. Yeah, yeah. We should, uh, <laughs> it's been a trap for Michael Myers yeah. the entire time. It's yeah. like, well, oh, what's her name? Uh, you played yourself, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> you played yourself. Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Judy Greer is very good. Yeah. I like she Rudy finally Greer. has something to do in a movie she's casting. Because she doesn't do anything in Ant Man. Fucking decade. It's true. Yeah. No, but she's there fiddling with the gun, and then she's like, psych, bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, great. Oh! Like, what? Awesome. Halloween, by far, the crowd for, like, a Halloween, for, like, an actual like, Halloween movie. Yeah. yeah. And everything else. I, I really enjoyed it. Exactly. Uh, I'm going with Rami. Rami Malek? Yeah. Okay. In, Bohem- in the... Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm a big Queen fan. No. I'm a big yeah. Freddie Mercury fan. He was fan good, though. It was really good. Or, like, like, all the problems with that movie? Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't knock him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Robbie Malik does a he does a he does a, a really awesome job. Uh, I mean, if any, if you've seen you know Mr. Robot, Robot. He's, yep. Robot. he's just an awesome actor. Yeah, yeah, he's a great. Shall we go further? Great. Night at the Museum. Night at the Museum. He was great he's in those. Great. He's unironically great. Uh, he's a he's a pharaoh. He's tut. Yeah, he's tut, actually, yeah. he did a he actually used to be uh, in two in um, used to be in a sitcom on Fox called two, A Man and His Two Kids. Huh. And he was like oh, the gay, he was like the gay friend that like never came out, and he was he was like kind of like the comic relief. Oh, well, gay people, comic relief on like, Fox. Sauce that makes sense. It's also Fox. <laughs> exactly. And, and Yalitza from Roma. Oh, yeah. Roma. We have to have her. I'm watching yeah, that tonight. I mean, I oh, what? Because um, I know it's going to destroy me. Yeah, okay. Alfonso Cuarón is like my favorite filmmaker yeah. oh, okay, maybe right cool. now. Yeah. So I know yeah, that's going to destroy me. She really makes you feel for that character. And she's such a great actress. Like it, She makes you like feel like you're there with her. But on top of... Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking from like an indigenous standpoint. Just... A 26-year-old indigenous woman of, she's a woman of color, but just being on the cover of Mexico Vogue and like just her That's performance and what she did and the yeah. fact that Quanon, yeah, just gave a lot of love to her. She not looked like great a, on camera. She not did like a another good job. person. Like a, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Not like Del Toro. <clears throat> Some of the other <laughs> trinities that don't it hire. Sorry, <laughs> it was called a war at home. That was the sitcom. Oh okay. It was bothering me that I couldn't. Oh okay. I was like, what the fuck? Rami Malek. Robin Malik is in the home. Yeah, I guess King it's my turn. Yeah, sorry. I, okay. I have uh, the first one I wanted to go with was uh, from mid nineties. Sunny, uh, what's the uh, the act? The actor? I have no idea. Can you look it up? For I me? didn't see it. If you don't mind. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to miss. I don't want to butcher his last name, but uh, the main child actor from uh, from mid nineties was really Sunny Siljic. Sunny Siljic, thank you. Sunny Siljic really kills it in mid nineties because he's going through like all these like really fucked up emotions like you know he doesn't have a dad which is it's not really said in the movie but it's just it's you know you could tell just how the way the movie presents it he's going through like depression he's going through like um just these like he doesn't fit in anywhere he hates himself he suffers from abuse in his household it's a very heavy movie i mean it's it's a good movie it's like you know it's fun but then there's some parts that are really heavy he's um has like a very good scene where i think i guess it's i don't know if it's controversial 
where you, you know, because the character feels suicidal and they have a scene that illustrates that, where he has, like, self-harm. But he really carries all these emotions and he does it with, like, dignity and respect for anyone with, like, mental illness. And I really, um, I really think that kid is going on to do new things, so I really wanted to point him out, his thing, his, uh, his acting in that film. Um, another, um, uh, just random choices, uh, in A Quiet Place, um, well, John Krasinski. Yeah. Was great, but just everyone in that movie, from Emily Bunn to the, um, to the, the actress who's actually, uh, who actually is deaf. Oh, she's so good. She's so good in it. Um, I'm blanking on her name, but that's, uh, I got you. I yeah, talking, thank you, sir. Um, I had some, uh, uh, random Anybody ones else? here. I'm just, uh. Just yeah, I would, uh, I would definitely go with Creed 2. Creed 2? With, uh, yeah. which are Michael B. Jordan and yeah. uh, Sylvester Stallone and pretty much the entire cast. Even, uh, Florian Mantino. Hey, even, uh, Mantuna? even Ivan Drago, uh, Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren did an Dolph awesome job. Uh, the reason awesome why I think, uh, Florian is really good is because he's a, he's a boxer by trade. Like, he's mm. an actual, like, he's an actual boxer. And yeah. the, the amount of emotion that he put behind his yeah. performance and everything, like, he doesn't say a whole lot in the movie, but he does a lot of, like, physicality where he's, yeah. like, where he he's actually Mad shows, Max. So. Yeah, Mad Max, yeah. Yeah, he, do, he does a really awesome job inside that movie. You, yeah. He becomes, like, a really good threat towards, you know, Michael Creed. Jordan's, uh, which are Adonis. Yeah. I was also... Uh, Millicent Simmons, Millicent by the way, is the name of the actress from Quiet Place. Yeah. I was going to say just for that, I think for all the other Rocker movies, I got kind of tired where they actually cast an actual boxer in the role, and sometimes it doesn't work. Cool. Like, um, for like the first Creed, like the villain was, he was okay. That's and not they, the point of the movie, man. No, but like <laughs> they've never had like for the past like two Rockies or three Rockies, they haven't really had a good antagonist. Or it's good enough, but it never has been great. And I thought it's weird that you bring up the ones where I think they're the strongest. Yeah. Well, Rocky Five, Rocky Rocky, Rocky Balboa. Balboa? Okay, no, Rocky Bro- Balboa. Well, we all know who the real antagonist is. Yeah. It's Rocky himself. Yeah, yeah. So. it's Rocky Boom. fighting himself. That's, that's, the whole, yeah. that's where he comes up but with I the guess whole, like, just, when he just, looks in the mirror, man. Just for me, that, that hadn't worked. That's <laughs> when um, he looks ah. in the mirror, man. Mm-hmm. And can we also talk about Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger? Michael B. Jordan. I was gonna. We gotta start moving on, but like, no, Michael B. Jordan. We'll talk a couple ones. It was it was a great year for Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, he did an awesome job in a lot in like all the movies that he. Briefly touch on Killmonger, anyone? Yeah, on the performance? Yeah. Yeah, that was... I never... I rooted for both. And that's what was hard about that film. I rooted for both. I I knew he was the bad guy, but he was very sympathetic. And I I understood why he wanted to do what he wanted to do. The thing is, he's not wrong. His methods are wrong. wrong. Mm -hmm. But he's not wrong. He got very fucked up. I did notice that from this year from Marvel villains is that when they... They actually listened to people. Well, yeah, but their villains were not only... Good, but also they, in a way, they weren't wrong. It was just the method of like their madness was wrong. Yeah, yeah. you know, like Thanos yeah. has a point. He has a point mm-hmm. about population. Like, yeah, like he's an eco terrorist, but you know, he, he's not wrong. He's just you know killing half the people. Like you can't yeah. kill half the, the population. It's really yeah. fucked up. Yeah. And then Killmonger, his his entire thing is like you know we should share these things. We yeah, should, we should liberate the oppressed. You know, liberate the oppressed and do everything else. But the idea of like him just going to war over it. Yeah. That's and then he kills his girlfriend. And they're afraid he's an extremist. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He, he is a, he's a terrorist. Yeah, he's a murderer. And then he kills Which is why he's people. bad. It's bad. actually really funny because when you think about it, Killmonger and also uh, Ocean Master kind of have the same idea. Yeah. Where it's well, I was going to say, Killmonger is kind of different, Magneto. It's different worlds, but they do kind of have the same idea. Uh, kind where, of. Kind of. You know, like his world is being destroyed by the out, by outsiders yeah. and they, they want to fight about it. So. Yeah. But just that final scene where he was there in the sunset mm-hmm. and everything. And that was beautiful. He just said, yeah, I'd rather jump off the ship. Yeah, yeah, then live like this. 
that was amazing. Yeah, so I guess we'll have to move on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, I just want to reference some really quick. Uh, Claire Foy from Insane. Mm. Incredible performance. Great uh, movie. She has huge eyes and they hold so much emotion. Claire Foy. Um, Cats. Kiki, Kiki Lane from If Beale Street Could Talk. I finally saw that. Oh, cool. Holy shit. Very You Jenkins. didn't go with me. It's also a good book. No. James Baldwin. Yes. James Baldwin, yeah. Diego didn't go with me to I, that screening. I missed it. Yeah, because of the right. rain. Because of the fucking LA rain. So thank you for that traffic for people who can't drive when it rains in LA. You idiots. Um, oh, this is gonna kill me. I, I forgot to write down their names. So someone take up That's time right. for me. Uh, the cast of the writer. Have you guys seen the writer? No, I haven't. No. Okay, uh, it's this little Western drama about this dude who uh, gets into a, a rodeo accident. And he can't ride anymore because uh, he's gonna. He's, he's got serious damage. Oh. Yeah. And oh, um, I did. That was just like it's all like a, it's all real people. Right? Yeah, and it's the real people from the story. So it was like that Clint like, Eastwood movie, but good. It, it's that's exactly it. Actually, it's it's like if Clint Eastwood could still make movies, but no, it's very like warm and, and sad and melancholy, but also yeah. kind of inspiring. And um, the entire cast of that is 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 fantastic. Exactly. They they should get some serious accolades. But let's let's move on. Okay. People aren't important. Worst Movies are important. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. We doing don't do that. that. We're not. I, I don't give much credence to. We're not to like those some film critics, honest. some white film critics that <laughs> get no. dunked on. Like, all the time like on there's nothing wrong with like some riffing here and there, but I don't. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it, it's that important to talk about. No, nope. he's that not stuff. important. Uh, but let's talk about the smaller movies of the year, speaking of the writer. Yeah. Like stuff that maybe exactly. people miss in theaters. You know, we all saw the Marvel movies, the oh. yeah. Star Wars movie everyone came saw out today. Anymore. Not everyone saw Solo, so maybe that should be considered a smaller movie. Yeah, right? Uh, no, if only it was released in December, though. I still don't think it would have been that no. well. All right. But uh, what, what smaller movies did you guys see this year? Uh, who wants to go first? I can go. All right, go ahead. I really wanted to highlight um, You Were Never Really Here, which is great, by Lynn, R- Lynn Ramsey who is a female director that doesn't get enough love, and I hope she does, like, a Bond movie, or just, just like, she gets, like, more work, because she's really great. Um, and it was a movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. That was the one where we saw him after the screening. Oh, nice. And he was very cool. We met the Joker, me and my mom. And You Never Really Hear is great because it examines, like, post-traumatic stress, and it examines, like, being a uh, survivor of, like, uh, all this, like, like, mental trauma, and, like, how someone processes that. And it has, like, a just out there story and it's just really like the visuals and like the the score is by Johnny Greenwood and the acting by Joaquin Phoenix you know really cements him because I think he's like one of the best actors of our time I would say that's fair Joaquin. and yeah everyone should check it out because it's on Amazon Prime and I was sure to include that um, also I wanted to say The Endless by Moorhead and Benson oh yeah yeah, yeah. which is on Netflix um, not too it kind of Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead it is a really great sci-fi film, and they did it with almost, like, they had a very limited budget. Yeah, you could, you could tell, but yeah. that's fine. And it worked, because that's it, the way they told their story. Yeah, and the, the passion behind it. The passion behind it. You know? And I think um, more people should see that, because it's on Netflix, and it's the type of movie I want to make, if I get enough money. Cruise. Uh, small movies, little <laughs> little small things. I'm ready did did you it. have time? No, I do, yeah. TV, yeah. TV documentary. Because I know you're very busy, man. Giant. Oh, the Andre the Andre Giant documentary? Oh, that was I great. Didn't see that. That. Yeah, that was that. great. It's good. I'm a big fan of Andre the Giant. When I was a little kid, I was like, anybody want to see it? Yeah. He's the he's he, the best. He's the best. Yeah. And just Princess Bride and everything. So when I first saw that movie, I was like, what? And I remember just looking up and reading magazines and looking into everything about that guy. Yeah, it was sad. So that was too. yes, it was. Because it goes into like his just kind of the tragedy of his life mm-hmm. and how he suffered from gigantism. Yes. Yeah. 
and like you just you would see all the nuances of how he lived his life, like just how he would sleep, he couldn't, how he would be in cars, mm-hmm. how he would travel, because nothing was very incommodating for yeah. Andre. R.P. That sounds sad. Yeah, but it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You learn a lot about him. So yeah. that that was a small movie. That was a TV. The it HBO. was on HBO. Yeah, it was yeah, HBO. But it is still film documentary. Yeah, so still okay. a movie. Uh, there was also a Jane Fonda doc that they had on HBO this year. That was very good. Jane Fonda and Five Acts. Check that out. Nick, you got a smaller movie? Yes. Uh, it's a uh, HBO movie called Robin Williams Come Inside My Oh, that was mm. good. That was... Uh, well, the HBO doc. This, this is the HBO yeah. section HBO. right now, I guess. Yeah, they killed it this year. Good job, everyone. In their docs. Yeah, that one was really interesting because they had footage with Robin Williams because they were filming it while he was still alive. And everything uh-huh. else, and they, they went through his entire life. They went through his, uh, which are childhood all the way up until From Mark and Mindy. Yeah, Mark and Mindy, and like how he evolved as like a character actor, and how exactly he developed like everything. And, and, they, and, and his they, illness as well. Yeah, they, they uh, which are, they went into his illness. They interviewed like a lot of his, uh, a lot of his like really close friends and everything else. And uh, by the end of the movie, like it, it was like a documentary that because I'm a huge Robert Williams. Yeah, Robert yeah. Williams like pretty much like ruled my childhood. We I, sing. I, we yeah, sing uh, songs from, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, I love, Mrs. I love quoting Mrs. Doubtfire and different stuff like that. But uh, by the end of it, if you're a huge Robin Williams fan, uh, like I, it brought me to tears. Cause, yeah, all these posthumous things that HBO were doing, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. and uh, what was it? it like, that, that documentary like, legitimately did bring me to tears. Yeah. I was like, wow. Because yeah. like, you, you didn't know like, the struggles that he was going through. You always figured, oh, well, he's fine. He's ha- he's, he was smiling, he's, he's happy, and he was crying. He was smiling and everything like that, and then you find out like, he had like, a lot of bouts with like, depression. Mm-hmm. And alcoholism you know, he, as well. Alcoholism, drug use, Sad. different stuff like that. Uh, he was also like, like, really, um, he was really depressed with like, a lot of his friends died from like, drug use and stuff like that. Like, like John uh, Belushi? Yeah, like John mm. Belushi, because like, he even blames himself for John Belushi's death mm. and stuff like that in like an interview because he says, like, I was with John Belushi that night and I, I had to, then I went home because mm. I was tired, but if I would have stayed with him, I could have st- I could have saved him. Yeah. And like, oh. it's a, yeah, like there's a lot yeah. of like grief and like guilt that he has in his life. And it, it was really, it was a really sad like, you know, documentary. Yeah. It really did give you a different view of him. Dang, that's HBO bringing those tears this year. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, just, I, yeah, just honestly, their docs, not their movies. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, man, I, I was watching it thinking like, oh, this is going to be a good time. And by the end of it, I'm like... <laughs> Did you watch it with uh, your girlfriend, Nicole? <laughs> no, I watched it by myself. Oh, but, okay. uh, but it was still... You cry I, by yourself. I, yeah. Good. It's, no, it's uh, good to have. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's it's a good thing. Good. Yeah, man. Get a, get a good crying, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, not a doc, but another small movie is obviously Mandy. Gene and I talked about it on the show before, yes. but I want to give it another shout out because it's very... It's, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah, I wanted to <laughs> say Nick. Yeah, I, I wish I got to say Nick Cage for uh, for acting because because uh, we said that fact before on the show where all the movies he's doing now because he's out of debt. These are all movies he wants to be doing, and yeah. Mandy was one of them. Yeah, yeah. it was the year of Nick Cage. Spider Man Noir, Superman. He d- Nick Cruz, Cage killed it. Bruce does not like Nick Cage. You don't. And he no. found oh. out. Okay. He's like, oh damn, Spider Man Noir is really dope. And then he found out that it was Nick Cage, and he was like, fuck. <laughs> got him. Got him. <laughs> Nick Cage is watching it, this. He, yeah. It's nothing personal. It's yeah. not that I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies like, and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah. <laughs> thought he had it all together. If you go through, if you go through Nick Cage's performances, you'll find one you love. You'll find yeah. one that you have yeah. to love. Yeah. Yeah, okay. basically. He should still be super good. But, but Mandy? Uh, Mandy. Mandy, fantastic. Uh, we've kind of Con gone Con Air. It's awesome. Um, I want to highlight also Blind Spotting. That's good. Yeah. Uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Suspiria. Not that small of a movie, but smaller because 
no, no one, one saw no it. No one saw it. Um, I didn't pay to see it. So you're doing Buster Scrubs. Is like Roma Count 2 is a small one? Oh, um, yeah. Because it's yes. on Netflix, yes. right? Yeah, yes. so Roma's on there. There you go. Netflix killing it because we've talked shit before about Netflix's original output. Yeah, let's, um, I'm just going to add this uh, year. Yeah. Just to have it there, let's, let's also add Roma, even though you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. go ahead. Yeah, Roma, everyone needs all to see in. it. They all have the memes if they have Netflix, and it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stories like that need to be told. Uh, Absolutely. Honestly, uh, a movie that people probably went to go see, but I really enjoyed while I was in a plane, is because that movie should be watched on a plane, is Meg. <laughs> the yeah. main, the, oh god, we saw the a best smaller movie, but let's transition this into the yeah. big movies of the yeah. year. But I'm just saying, in general, we have to talk like, about the Meg, Diego, who, at some point. Who, I, it my was question fine. Is, like, who, who actually watched Meg? We did, me and Diego. I watched it. I, I, I watched made Gangbusters. It, yeah, no, I yeah. watched it on a Everyone plane, saw. which was probably a mistake because I watched it on a plane okay. towards a cruise. I have to, I have to say, <laughs> so, so I have to say, so okay, so the best thing about the Meg was on Facebook, all the asylum people. Everyone that I know from Asylum was like, oh, this is a movie we would make if we had money. <laughs> this is an Asylum movie if it had money. If it had a budget, the make. Yeah. yeah like, the, it, like, everyone was saying that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it, fine. It had, it had some really good actors. It had, which are, it, I mean, the plot was coherent. I couldn't fun. watch it. It reminded couldn't me of my ex a lot. So. Oh. oh. Well, that was other, that's for other reasons. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, you're like, the fuck you, Meg. But I really did enjoy it. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of fun, and you know, it was a it was a fun Jason Statham movie. Yeah, you know? the state. Yeah, it, it, the thing is, the, it should have been the greatest movie ever. So it is yeah. a little disappointing. But it was cool because yeah. we saw cool. it at cool. Beyond Fest, and we saw it in 3D, and mm-hmm. there were like. They threw beach balls at us. Oh, that was right before the most the fun I've ever had. We had the most fun at that screening, and we saw a double feature of the Meg. Triple feature. Triple feature. The Meg, Jaws 3D with 3D. With 3D, and, and they're deep pointing blue the sea. Oh, Jaws damn. 3, yeah. Jaws 3D is the best because they're pointing everything at the camera like this. Gene's pointing at the camera for the sound listeners. Yeah, like. And like they're showing you, look at all oh, the 3D we have. So and it's, it's just like, it. it's funny to watch with the crowd. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll be able to sit through that like and, by myself, but it's fun cra- with the crowd. Yeah, um, so everyone support Beyond Fest next year. They're, yeah. great, they're great people. All right, but speaking of blockbusters, the big ones. We talked, we had a whole episode of Infinity War, so let's put that aside. Mm-hmm. What else we got? What else, what else surprised um, you guys a lot? So, so, you know, you said a movie that yeah, I would spend money yeah, like what, what got you to spend that IMAX money? I would say Into the Spider-Verse because I actually yeah. saw it in IMAX. And yeah. uh, I did because I, uh, like I was seeing it after work and it was at the, uh, like the AMC in Century City. Mm-hmm. And that one had an IMAX. I'm like, oh, I'm going to check it out. I have the A-list. And I did. And I think it looked really good in IMAX. It's such a beautiful, beautifully animated movie. Everything looks like, a, it feels like you're watching a living, breathing comic book. And as we discussed with in the uh, my guests in the previous episode, the Christmas episode, Mr. Uh, Jordan Mitchell, they're talking about how it's such a good thing where the message is anyone could be Spider-Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's great. Because really Miles Morales is the best. Miles Morales, <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. and like you know what? It's great to see American animation actually do things besides like yeah, right. traditional three D. As long as uh, like Sony actually oh, learning to do different things. As long as Sony doesn't copyright. As long as Sony doesn't copyright that, they're they're not copywriting the animation. They're copywriting the the tools that they use to okay. make the animation. Okay, that's fair enough. No, because I there is a misconception about the, whether or not they were trademark trademarking the animation style. They're not. It's they're physically technology. unable to like well, we, okay. capture that, that. That's fine because <laughs> they they did create that. technology. They created the technology for that, so that's what they're that's cool. copywriting. Uh, that's fine. I would I would definitely go with uh, Hotel Artemis. 
Oh, that was good. No one I, saw that either. A solid, tight little thriller. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was, a, it was a really good Batista? tight movie. Yeah, Dave Batista. Jodie Foster. Foster. I love, um, she's yeah. a very underrated actress, and she was in Kingsman. Yeah, so, yeah, Sophia Batella. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's Sophia great. Nicola, I love her. Nicola, I want to cast her in anything. You have a lot, you have a lot of like really interesting actors. Who Jeff, are, Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum! Dude, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum is, the, is the, like a, the gang Don. He's like a Don of yeah. the, all the kingdoms of the gangs. It's, yeah, I don't think Jeff Goldblum can do anything wrong. So. No. He can. Yeah. He can. <laughs> Honestly, but no, but I, I really enjoyed Hotel Artemis because I love the, the world they built around it. It, it. it felt very John Wick-esque. Yeah, some, where, some people said, because it's the same screenwriter. John Wick. Yeah, it was some of the same producers or some of the creative yeah, teams. Some people said that it could be in the John universe. Yeah, John Wick uh, universe. No, I don't, like it. no it it's more. Be. It reminded me more sci-fi because that's what the trailers kind of pitched it as. Yeah. But it's like this um, sort weird, of, sort of alternate reality kind of thing. Yeah. Almost, it's and an alternate future. For yeah. Sure. yeah, it's, it's definitely it's not an alternate future. But the reason why I say the, way, the reason why I say it's uh, it's very John Wick esque is because it's it's like an entirely other world from like our known world yeah. of like secret things that only criminals. It's futuristic. It has futuristic technology, yeah. futuristic yeah. technology, but it's not. It's not just about that. It's, like it's not Blade Runner. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> no, it's like it's like oh yeah, they can no. 3D print organs. Yeah, like, shit right like that. They can 3D print guns. Yeah, like yeah. how our future will probably be in 10, 15 years if yeah. we survive. That's horrifying. It's, it's it's a really interesting movie. If you haven't seen Hotel Artemis, definitely give it a chance. It's a really good movie. It's, of course. It's a, it's yeah, a good I, hour and a half. Yeah. Just like watching. David is pretty pretty yeah. awesome at it. Oh, sweet. Cheese. <laughs> okay. Can I get some cheese? Thank you. <laughs> All right. I guess we're, we're, we're doing this. Well, we need I'm good. Thank you. You want cheese? cheese? No, I'm good. Cheese. I'm, I'm, I love cheese. I'm hungry. Uh, we got tossed <laughs> cheese off camera for the sound listeners, so thank you, fellow cameraman. Uh, other big movies. Obviously, Black Panther. Portal. Black Panther was an incredible <laughs> Black film. Panther, man. Uh, I know people I'm like to point it. out the quote-unquote third act problems. I've never understood that. It's like when people say that Wonder Woman has third act problems. Yeah. It doesn't. The CGI is just a little shoddy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're making a big I, ass movie. I actually don't know what's up with Warner Brothers and like their CGI. Like for some, I, like I even felt like uh, Aquaman. Well, needed, like, I guess we kind of know someone. Two three weeks. <laughs> like I feel like Aquaman needed another like two or three weeks on the CGI. No, yeah. Aquaman needed another hundred million dollars. Yeah. And you know what? I'm cool with that because it's fine. fucking crazy and they like, committed. Like no, I love it's it. And James movie. Wan did an yeah. awesome job at Aquaman. I enjoyed every minute of uh, my homeboy Aquaman. James Wan. But oh, yeah. like James Wan did an awesome job, but like there was a couple of moments where like the the, the CGI kind of threw me out of the movie, and I was like, well, "That's definitely CGI." <clears throat> yeah, <that's laughs> well, it's all it's not trying to be like realistic CGI, you know? It's yeah. like here's a fucking unicorn fighting a shark yeah. with lasers on its head. <laughs> also, here's Mary Poppins as a kaiju. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. <laughs> that was Andrews, awesome. Amber, Amber Heard yeah. swimming around oh, in the jellyfish no. oh, dress. Sorry, we spoiled something. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, you hadn't seen sorry. it yet. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Oh. Just so you know, in Roma, everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. My bad. I did. Which I, I'm usually blamed for spoiling something. Yep. Diego did it. Diego. Everyone gets one. This is the one. This is the one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, I, I definitely would go with uh, Aquaman. I mean, it's not as good as Black Panther was, but I, I really did enjoy it. It's yes, a great yeah. movie. I'm really happy it, it's doing well in the theaters. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I feel oh, like yeah. it's really getting. That universe back on track? Yeah, I feel I want the Aquaman to be the direction that the DC universe heads in because I'm tired of all the grounded, all the grounded realness. Like that movie, they're like, okay, go nuts! Like embrace everything about this character, embrace yeah. everything about the DCU. Get fucking nuts with it, man! Go nuts because it's like you have this whole universe full of like, go, like wizards and like. Is there after credit scene? Uh, there is. There, yeah, I didn't yeah. stay around for. It. I don't stay around. Yeah, for there, there is a mid credit scene. Like yeah, it's a, it, a mid credit. It was a mid credit. So your fault. Yeah. Um, it has like giant it's... monsters, sea creatures, all these kingdoms, and like yeah, that's where the DC universe should be. I'm tired of like 
Let's have Superman snap next. No, let's let's have just Aquaman be fantastical. Like I, I'm glad that the the DC movies that have done like really well are the weird fantasy ones, Wonder like Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Aquaman. So that's cool because like it's totally it's, it's cool. gonna be totally different from like what other what stuff the is universe is about. You know? Yeah, get get weird with it. Yeah, because that's how the like I actually kind of like BVS now, but like I don't want everything yeah, no, to be not. like that. And so. I love Zack Snyder, but it's just like I didn't. Okay. I didn't say that, but but yeah, it's just like um, yeah, it's good that there's a different flavor to the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. Because DC is weird when you think about it. Yeah, DC is the weird. There's a guy with a ring that has a magical ring. There's a fish man. Honestly, I'm really. There's a talking gorilla. It did make me kind of excited for Shazam. Shazam, I want to see Shazam. It did. It did kind of put me in the mood. Yeah. Like, what is Shazam doing? Yeah, exactly. But moving on. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mission Impossible Fallout. Yes. Still the the standout. Yeah. Blockbuster yeah. filmmaking for me. Yeah, why not? I, I, I'm really happy with uh, Mission Impossible Fallout just because Tom Cruise literally practiced how to fly a helicopter for like three months. Yep. Yeah. And then like Henry Cavill thought he was going to die because like he's just flipping a helicopter over and over and again. You know what? Like, what the fuck? Hey, that, <laughs> hey, that mustache looked good. For uh, them, for what it, for what happened, like yeah. that mustache was worth all the CGI. Oh, yeah. Justice oh, yeah. League, that was a good stash. I would happily sacrifice Justice League for another Mission Impossible. Yeah. For like another. But, yeah, 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 let me let me, let me correct myself. Uh, I actually agree with Gene. End of the Spider Verse is the best like blockbuster yes, of the year. That's that was an incredible exactly. movie. I still haven't seen it. You need to see I'm it. I'm shocked. I still see it, Nick. I am shocked. You of all people haven't I, seen I, it. I, I'm Damn. Busy. I'm busy. Okay. It's nothing like you watch. What else did you watch? No, I don't care. I don't care that much. All right, so let's, let's start narrowing it down. Like, we're, we're, on, let's, we're, we're running run, out of time. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about our favorite movies of the year, but also this could, this could be your favorite or otherwise a movie that you think not only will stand the test of time, hmm. but will should be markedly remembered as the movie of the year. Okay. I have an interesting answer for that. Okay. Do I go first? Yeah, yeah go ahead. So yeah. can I just say the movie or some of the movies I like? Uh, favorites and then the movie. Okay, so favorites were... Other Side of the Wind, because we've discussed that so much. Yes. We loved Other Side of the Wind. Um, I'm just going to say, though, for, um, for movie of the year, mm-hmm. I would go with Bandersnatch, because I feel like Bandersnatch, the Netflix movie, which is part of the Black, Uni- Black Mirror universe, I feel like it was a weird glimpse into uh, the future of our media consumption, and this is just me being like, have like weird futurist readings. Where it feels like this is where all me- our media will go, like our te- television and film and games, where it's become this becomes one giant thing, like maybe forty or fifty years from now, where we like get a choose ending and we get a like, yeah. like it's yeah. like a video game almost. It feels like a weird glimpse, and mm-hmm. that's when I'm like, that's when I'm like, oh, I love I love Bandersnatch because it just felt like that. So I just want to throw that out there, like that was a weird, fu- that was like a glimpse into our future, in my opinion. All right, but um. Some of my favorites of this year. Like you mean the way you're interacting with the movie? Like yeah, the way we're interacting. It felt like that. But not actually like Black Mirror. Yeah. yeah. Like I hope our future isn't Black Mirror. Oh, God, no. I hope our, yeah, like maybe our media will become that. I don't know. I can't predict it, but uh, it's a good chance. But yeah, Nick played it, great. so he knows what I'm playing. Yeah. It's, it's I don't know great. if it's you consider watching it or playing it, if it's interactive. Like, so, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm living we'll, it. It's yeah, an experience. We'll, yeah, experience. Yeah, living it. It's an experience. It's a It's a Christmas special movie. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So, this, um, yeah. Yeah, but favorite movies of the year, really quick. Hereditary was my number one. Because I love Hereditary. <laughs> I love it. Just the family dynamics. And it's a horror. And yes, it is horror. Shut up. 
Like, if oh, those dumbass. Those things you did a panel on because people are like, it's not horror. It's, it's not psychological horror. thriller. Shut the we fuck up. We know horror because we did a it's panel a, It's a horror, horror movie. It's fine. Yeah, it's you fine. qualify. And yeah, you, Andrew, behind the camera. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did a panel on horror, so check that out. Because we know horror. I um, like how that makes you expert. We did a panel. Yes, we did. They let me yell to a crowd of five people. Okay. No, we had more. But, um, yeah, but, uh, no, it wasn't, no, that wasn't. Blade Runner wasn't this year, it Kyle. Wasn't Kyle. It, was 20, it was 2017. You probably just saw it this year. <laughs> it takes place next year. God, we talked Don't, about this. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. What else? Just, uh, really quick. Sorry, sorry. It's fine. Um, a Quiet well, Place. So well made. Revolting. The sound design. <laughs> Sound design was incredible. First Man, no one saw it. I really enjoyed First, First Man. Man. First yes. Man because it really honors Neil Armstrong and all these space engineers and space um, pioneers. And that movie, it was it was about space, but it was also just about his loss of his daughter and how he dealt with that. And I thought that was cool. Um, Mid nineties was in it. He was like, I just want to drive. Yeah, exactly. Mid nineties, uh, Mandy, of course. Sorry to bother you. And Halloween. And if Beale Street could talk, those are those are like my top, weird top ten. Oh, that was did 10? Top 10? Did top 10? I guess I did like That was 10? How much time do we have? I know, damn dude, like fuck. It's fine. Okay, let's try to keep it. I did it really quick. Cruise, cruise, cruise. Favorites. Oh no, dude, he just threw a loophole. I'm still thinking about it now. And I do think we do like a lot. No, 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 we're not doing top 10. Okay, but I just did. I just meant. So it's not like three or four favorites and then like what you think is the definitive one. Yeah, which I would definitely go with Bird Box. Bird Box was a lot of fun. Not fun, but I mean, it was very interesting. Uh, it's kind of like if the, the happening was good. Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that movie is uh, fun as shit, though. Yeah, no, the, the happening is fun as shit. The happening is really fun, but it's just not a good movie. No, <laughs> by the end of it, no. you're just good, like, what the bad, fuck? alive, yeah, dead. Uh, what was it? I would, de- uh, but I would definitely go with uh, Searching as like. My, oh, that was that as, was as, such as, a like, well as my favorite movie of the year. Like I, I've seen it three times. John Chow needs to be yeah, more Chow. John Cho, excuse me. John Cho. I, I, I really enjoy the way that the, the movie is presented excuse to me. you, where it's just presented to you via like cameras on like a computer screen. So it's, it's told us it, everything. It's is just it as good through. as Unfriended? Uh, more. The, the second one. More so. The second one's awesome. Yeah, I love Unfriended more so. too. Yeah. Like the Dark Web, that was Yeah, actually, that was, that was fucked up. is exclusively Sorry. told through like phones. Phones and cameras. All and the technology, like, nothing Skype else. iMessage or anything like, like that. TV. TVs and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. and It was an interesting way of showing a different way of filming and uh, not only that, but also, I mean, just in general, the acting was, was really awesome. And it was a nice psychological, it was a nice thriller. Where by the end of it, you were like, wait, who the hell did it? And stuff like that, when the reveal comes, you're kind of like, oh, shit, that's yeah. pretty awesome. And so I would definitely go watch Searching. Uh, not a lot of people saw it. No, no. That was a smaller movie, though, right? Really, movie. It was a, it was but I'm sure, story. like, for that budget, it probably did well enough. Yeah, I mean, probably. It made, I don't, I, it made profit. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a damn good movie to go watch yeah. it. That, that's your number one pick that's, of the that's year. That's my number one pick. Man, I've, seen that, I've seen that movie two or three times already, and every single time I watch it, I like it even more. Okay. Uh, I got a couple. Uh, I mentioned The Rider already. It was fantastic. Unsane, I think, is maybe the best horror movie of the year. I'm not going to debate. Just the uh, you could say that, yeah. visceral experience that made me very angry about healthcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paddington 2 is a perfect movie and the most delightful thing you'll Would ever you have. Kuma's favorite movie? Uh, Paddington, Paddington it's, 2? It's a masterpiece. It is, it is actually a perfect movie. I think that's his favorite. Uh, Annihilation, if you're into yeah. John Carpenter's The Thing, mm-hmm. kind of body horror, but yeah. also uh, Andre Tarkovsky's Stalker. Yes. Uh, it's right. a movie about breaking down social norms in your life and depression, depression. and many things. 
and, and ex how an experience changes you and how you come out the other side, maybe not better or worse, just changed. changed. Yeah. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse, incredible. The second best Spider-Man movie, probably the first. I don't know. I'm, it's up to debate for me. I, I, could, I, could, I would be okay with I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Um, the Other Side of the Wind is, I think, yeah. the best movie of the year. I and I, I think so. that's the one that should go for gold. I should, think it should get the gold. Yeah. If you listen to our other podcast. We talk a lot about it. Lot, you talk a lot about it as well. So. Thank you. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's foolish that, that it's not a front-runner right now. And if it would be the most perfect thing ever if he won the Oscar for it 40 yeah. years after it was made, yep. after he's died. They love him when he's dead. Yeah, but also because it's about Hollywood loves when movies are about Hollywood. And this is very much about one of Hollywood's golden boys who had, like, a, a rise and Cause, fall. Because if you watch the documentary, he says it's, it's not about his life, but it totally is. Yeah, and I think that's he's one of the it's most personal. It's very personal, it, yeah. yeah. So wow. it, it has got, all these things, these elements that the Academy usually loves, but because it's a Netflix movie primarily, technically, they're like kind of brushing it under the rug yeah, a little they bit. Need to, well, also, because uh, even uh, I, I met a couple of people and they were like, why was Bird Box inside movie theaters? And I was like, oh, because they're trying to get the award for that movie. Like they, really? Because like it was only in, uh, I think it was like in like 100 screens for one day. It was only one day inside of like a hundred screens. They're okay. they're doing that. They did that for like Okja too. Yeah, like Okja's for a lot for a lot of their movies, so that way they can actually be like put into the uh, like in the running for awards. They're was the other side of the wind? Did it hit theaters? Yeah, it was in theaters. Okay, yeah. briefly like a week. I, I hope they. I wish I got a seat in theaters. I, and me too, because that would look amazing on the. Original I'm sure they'll maybe like do another screening of that. So yeah, I, sure. I really want to see that. On, I hope so. On so the big screen. Yeah. This year was and not on digital. Put the fucking projector. One of my favorite movies was the Yu-Gi-Oh movie this year. Was there an actual Yu-Gi-Oh movie? Actual Yu -Oh Holy movie shit, year. that still happened. It was dope, dude. Wow. It was really good. It was the only anime movie I've seen. Dragon Ball Z movie? Yeah, no, is that next year? No, that's next year. That's, that's in January. Wow. Wow. Only, only anime movie I'm going to see. Are we doing a podcast on the, the oh, Dragon yeah, Ball dude, one? I, I'm going to the double right. feature, man. Yeah. I'll, go, I'll go with you, Nick. There's a double feature. i got to catch up on like yeah. 10 years. We will go together. On what? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. yeah. No, you don't need to see it because it's like a kind of like a retelling. Yeah, so you don't need to. Like, right, I guess they're, they're basically what they're gonna do is they're, they're like oh, alright Kojima went fucking nuts and he was just like oh whatever you know the, oh, uh, yeah. whatever we had in the past ah whatever yeah. let's do this now <laughs> alright you heard it here yeah, first you're doing you that running out, yeah. Yeah, running out of time uh, Cruz favorites yes. of the year alright um I know What's you guys did all this cool technical shit, but I'm here for diversity. Okay. And for me, it was a good year for diversity, especially Michael B. Jordan. He was just killing everything. Michael Bay Jordan. Um, Bay Jordan. <laughs> just, like, they should make a movie. He yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was thinking like Bay, like Bay, because I, the memes, oh, yeah, a lot yeah. of women were putting it up. Well, yeah. Also, yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he was killing it. Creed 2, that guy got ripped. Like, yeah, that guy could. And I don't feel like that was just show muscle. I feel like no, that, that, was guy could, like, yeah. that guy could probably kick the shit out of some people, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, in it. Um... Black Panther, I just, culturally speaking, I just think, like, damn, like, we are pulling away from superheroes just being about white saviors, and now, like, these movies are having cultural impact. Yeah, like, it was a game changer. Yeah, it was a game changer. And just, like, making statements and just talking about, like, white people were the bad guys. And I'm like, even though Eric Killmonger was the villain, yeah. it wasn't really that he was the villain. Yeah, you yeah. Felt there was, yeah. yeah. And there was a token white guy, and, like, uh, it just colonizer. I thought it was great yeah colonizer and like every all the references and just it was perfect yeah and I just it's breaking boundaries and now we got like what Blue Beetle potentially coming out and stuff like yeah, that Blue and coming out. so now we're gonna get Latino ones and we're gonna get the Asian one what's the Marvel one they're doing uh, Shang-Chi Shang Shang yeah Shang-Chi so like here we go also, yeah, Kevin Feige really changed his tune 
Yeah, and yeah. they're going to get in. Well, after, uh, after director. Paul Bayer kind of loosened the reins a little bit. He was like, all right, enough of this yeah. shit. But, but, I think but, it's just after, like, you know, yeah. white guys with money were like, oh, shoot, diversity does sound like we can make money from yeah. this. Oh, yeah, well, we can. Oh, yeah. As long as we Definitely. can put butts in seats, that's all we care. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. As long as we can make money. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry for interrupting. No, no, but yeah. my number one was Crazy Rich Asians. Like, I'm, nice. I'm here oh. for it. Like, I thought that was the. Sh Come on, like. Let's let's get with it, man. It, like, it, we're getting more Asians it's out there. It's funny because I didn't I didn't imagine I would catch up on a lot of my movies on my cruise because mm -hmm. like and they were did. playing Crazy Rich Asians. They mm -hmm. played, which was odd because they played Meg on the boat, and mm -hmm. I was like, this is a terrible fucking movie. That's like playing a like a, a live on an airplane. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane on an airplane. Snakes on a plane on an airplane. You shouldn't watch it. And I was like, why the hell are they showing Meg? And like, I was like, ah, whatever. I get free popcorn and I can sit by the pool. It's great. Yeah. But it was just like Asian director, Asian writer, Asian book writer, Asian cast, and it killed it. Yeah. And it did well. And the story was there, and I was for the story, and I felt for it. And like, I'm not crazy or rich or Asian, but I was there. Yeah, like, all about I, the representation. I to yeah. All about that representation. Like, I even cried at the wedding scene, and I was like, I don't even like weddings. And I was crying because I was here for it. Really cool. Uh, on a side note, if you really want to uh, ever like fight Victor Drago, if you if you have Creed: Rise to Glory, it was a DLC when the movie came out. It was a free DLC for you to fight Victor Drago. And you can actually go into the fight and you have Rocky Balboa in the corner. Dang. And he's like, pick your hands up, pick your hands It's fucking amazing. I love it. it <laughs> is, that so your, is that your Rocky Balboa? Yeah, that's Rocky Balboa. Okay. Oh, it's really I like bad. It, I like it's it. Good. I like it's good. It's bad, but it's, I, it's mine. It's yours. <laughs> it's Just show you wrap. own it. Yeah, I own it. It's fine. Just, just show wrapping up. Any, any other? No, I'm just, I was just, I'm sorry, because I keep looking at it from diversity, because oh, I no, work no, around no, Jesse. Yeah, that's, that's the point. So everything, yeah, yeah so to me, it was just like 2018, we pushed it. Yeah, we pushed it a lot more. We're, we're getting there, man. Yeah, and a lot of studios were like, oh, it sells. Yeah. Like, we, can we still got a long way to this. go, but the uh, stuff like sure. this at least they're, is, they're is gonna really enlightening. Sure. And yeah. It's, it's very when you look when you look back at it, like 50 years from now, we're all older and, you know, and people are reading history books about Hollywood and film. They're taking film classes. They're going to see that there was a shift. Mm -hmm. yeah, and it yeah. was right around living, this time the shift was yeah, starting. We're living yeah. in historic yeah, times. We're living yeah. in the shift. Yeah. yeah. All right. I can't wait. So oh, and Spider-Verse. Spider Spider Fuck yeah. Just seeing like Miles Morales and he was, he was black and Latino at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. on that note, we got to start wrapping up. Uh, Cruz, thank you so much for joining yeah. us. Thank, thank you for yeah. having thank us you guys on, on yeah. the NHMC. Yes. Sorry I couldn't so be plugs. there. Yes. Plugs, yes. Plugs, plugs, Check plugs. it out. NHMC. Uh, www.nhmc.org. They're on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, Podbean. They guys, these guys have an episode coming out soon. Uh, catch it next year. Do you remember when people in school Actually, used to say, like, this see year, next year when this year. comes out? Year, but yeah. They'll see it in yeah, the yeah. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next year. The next year. Sure. You guys aren't yeah. that funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, where can they follow you guys at on yeah. Twitter? Oh, yeah, you guys can find uh, me personally uh, on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, because Snapchat and the rest don't count, mm -hmm. at Cruz W. Castillo, and find NHMC at NHMC underscore org. Just look up NHMC. It's... <laughs> Nonprofit, or yeah. you'll find them. You have to pay for a, yeah, it's cool to to pay for a Snapchat. Right? Yeah. Uh, Nick, where do people find you? <laughs> you can find me on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Just look up uh, Nick Valero or the Nick Valero on Instagram. Uh, the Nick, Nick Valero. Oh, okay. Because I, mean, I, mean, I thought it was the other Nick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad we cleared that. Okay. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, go ahead and find me on there. You can also find me on the Waffle Press on our YouTube channel. Go ahead yeah. and ring that bell. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, G9892. Uh, please follow for updates on the short film, Vero S. We'll keep posting that. Um, I might have like a little social media break for like two weeks just to do all the work and production meetings for that, but it's going to get done.
Yeah, and that's and a lot because Gene posts a lot. So <laughs> that's a big and you can follow me at uh, twitter.com at D-E-W-G-O-Waffles. Like and subscribe to the Waffle Press, YouTube, SoundCloud, Patreon. Uh, if you didn't like this, like and subscribe anyways because you might find something you do like. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We have been professionally unprofessional and have a happy new year. I wish you guys could see Bucky Hammer. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tessa Thompson fan club. That's all, folks. Yes. <laughs> and...